everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie, and welcome to this Cryptid Tuesday. Um, Heidi is off this evening, and so I have called in a couple friends to help me co-host, and I will introduce them in just a minute. Um, first of all, I just wanted to, to say thanks to everyone for listening to the show last week. As you know, it was our ninth anniversary. So Heidi and I have been doing this show for nine years. Isn't that wild? So, and actually it's been a decade and it will be on the 28th, I believe of this month is the actual, is the actual date, but wow, long time. So it's been super fun. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being our listeners and, and joining in because it's always fun. Um, the second thing I was going to talk about was the moon because we always talk about the moon and we always talk about a few astrology things. Um, the moon is in its waxing crescent right now, and that is a time of rebuilding. So for you, it means self-improvement. Let's set our intentions and begin seeing them through for this lunar cycle. Um, in the astrology world, while lots of things are going on in the astrology world, uh, Mercury and Jupiter are big players and Venus and Neptune. And basically what I got out of the whole forecast is words carry a lot of power. Be careful what you say to breathe and stand still because uh, apparently Venus and Neptune are creating a difficult time and our weaknesses and insecurities may stand out so take a breath um third thing um they talked about pluto is moving into um aquarius for the next two decades and what that means is uh there will be a gener a generational shift a collective shift in thinking and lots of things happen like the American Revolution happened when Pluto was in Aquarius. So just some kind of things to be wary of, I guess. So take with it what you will. I always read uh, Triana Elon's astrology horoscope. She's awesome. You can find her on Facebook. And she does have each of the signs within there. So, But basically, it's all what I said. 
boils down to those three things for this week. Um, with Heidi off, I called in a couple of my friends to help me tonight. And so we have Tommy Cooper and Jason Trost with Cryptovania TV on tonight. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's been a while since you guys have been on the radio show. It has been a little bit. It has been a while. Yeah. So tell everyone what you've been up to. Well, for one, we've been freezing our tails off out here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yep. Here yeah, in Minnesota, in, too. Investigating the goat man. We've been doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Zero degrees tonight. Yep. Mike, the inside baseball is that uh, me and Trost have a garage, and uh, I have my car running in a garage overnight because it's going to be cold. Really, oh. really cold. <laughs> like, like you leave it running all night long? I'm going to tonight because it's going to be very, very cool. We don't want to fight with the uh, air compressor lines being froze up tomorrow morning. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. so you don't have heat out there is what I'm hearing. We do have heat, but this way is a lot better, though, because uh, it just – it it culminates the heat. It, it helps everything get to where it needs to be. And it just keeps it uh, a lot busier than uh, the, it, it gathers itself really good that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We got kind of spot heat throughout the year where we really don't need it in most of the, most of the, uh, most of the area that we work in, but mm-hmm. with it getting so cold, you know, and um, here in Northwest Pennsylvania, we really we only deal with this a couple times a year, um, so we don't really put a lot of effort throughout the year into uh, getting ready for this one. We just kind of throw what we have at it and go kind of kind of turn it into a little bit of an adventure. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> what I'm hearing is, hey, it's not like that frozen tundra you live on, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We do not have to come up with permanent solutions here. Um, yeah, yeah. Because mo- most of the time, is, we'll get into like the teens and the 20s for periods of time. And and then we don't have to take extra precautions then. But you start to get into single digits and, and we we have to a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just, we don't want to, we don't want to start out the day with frozen airlines and all this kind of stuff tomorrow. So it's just better to do it this way. <laughs> well, and so if it's going to get down to zero there, what is the real fill's temperature? You know, like in Minnesota where I was talking about the real fill because it, it takes the temperature and the windshield factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we're, we're into the negatives we're, that yeah. we're expecting tonight. Although we're getting kind of spared the, uh, the harsh wind that we had over the weekend um, so I think we're going to have like maybe a colder temp, but it's gonna, it's not quite as uh, as as blow blow hardy as as mm-hmm. it was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, when this front first came in, I mean, it really sh- it would shake the house. Um, oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was kind of a bit of an adventure. Um, and uh, I think that like more people's uh, water lines will probably freeze over the weekend than they will like tonight and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a crazy front all across the U S so mm-hmm. even out on 
my happy little island. We were supposed to be there last. We were supposed to be there still tonight. And our flight was um, canceled because we were on Alaska Air. And, you know, there was that plane where the door Oops. flew out mid-flight. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't on that kind of aircraft. But they because they had to ground over 100 of them. And Seattle is their hub, right? Seattle is their home. So... Um, they booted us off our flights, but you know what? On Island, you guys, it was below zero. It's never below like <laughs> plenty and people's, people's, uh, gas lines were freezing. So they have, um, pet not, they don't have line gas, but what did they call that? You know, when it's in the tank Pro- propane, propane. so yeah. they, so they didn't have gas. They, even in one of our condos, we had the fright, the, they had no hot water because there's just not enough insulation in the ceiling to prevent it from you know freezing up so yeah it's crazy right and we talked to a couple friends out there who said oh my god i said go swimming in the ocean it's warmer there (laughs) (laughs) next time you next time you're on that alaska airline uh, make sure you take duct tape with you yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean have you guys seen the footage of that of what it looked like on there for those people yeah Oh my god. That was that was awfully scary. Yeah. That was um that was kind of a crazy week for for weird incidences. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I just saw a clip yesterday where it was someone that was sitting in the row behind the row where that happened. Uh-huh. And it was a gaping well, of course, it was a gaping hole in the side of the craft and you could see <laughs> everything just flying by, you know. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Tr- Trust you should tell them about the pig. The pig. Oh, that we had a uh, locally. We had a um, uh, uh, an airline uh, at our little airport. We had like a, a little commuter airplane, um, kind of a, had a wreck that um, ended up non-fatal. But one of the uh, one of the passengers was a a pig, and <laughs> our our friends um, have have a, a rescue and. Um, they got a a, a a call in the middle of the night from the state police um, that they were bringing them a, a pig that was on board and was a little battered from they they think hitting the windshield actually, and um, and uh, so our friends ended up taking on this uh, this pig that was part of this uh, commuter plane uh, wreck. Um, you know, the, apparently the, the the owner was in the hospital, and um, and she, our friend, said that she was um, called throughout the night from the hospital because they uh, they wanted updates on the pig to to reassure the woman who uh, who was injured and ha- having to spend the the night in the hospital. Um, it, so, and see that that proves the adage too that pigs can't fly. No, no. We know no who to blame. <laughs> yep, we know who to blame on this one. <laughs> yeah, um, and our our friends do a, a a real nice job out there. They uh they're a very active rescue. Um, and then they have a a, a nice vet clinic, and it's the uh, the SNP clinic. Um, spay and neuter your pets. And um, my actually my my two cats are are from there. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's who we use as our our vet too. But that that's a really good crew out there um, that was ready in the middle of the night to put up a pig. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, yeah. Good people. Very yeah. good people. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. Yes. So, wow. A pig that was on a plane. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah, crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Crazy things talk. things yeah, that, that happen in a small town. Right. Yes. Yeah. You right. know, it, and it, it, it takes like a, a network of people like that to be ready for those kind of things. Cause you don't even think mm-hmm. of that, you know, mm-hmm. like what do you do with a stray pig? That's right. part of a plane wreck. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and there our friends are, uh, yeah. ready to we'll take, take on them. that pig. Yeah. Yeah. I love so, it. Yeah. I would love yeah. to do that. Sometime. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, and it's it's funny that our friend uh, uh, whose uh, whose wife uh, runs that um, he has to go all over the place, um, like picking up like donkeys and stuff, and she'll be driving, and he'll be like trying to uh, trying to placate a, a donkey in the back of a minivan, you know, a mini donkey, of course, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and uh, it, it it provides for some uh, some good hijinks, and uh, they they've got a good sense of humor. They're good people. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love those people that do that. You know, I've always been wanting to, I know we were asked many times to be fosters, you know, for dogs and cats, but here's my problem guys. And you know, this once an animal comes into my house, they don't leave. So, (laughs) you know, I could never, never part with them. Right. Cause I'm like, well, are they going to take care of them? Are they going to feed them? Are they going to walk them? What are they going to do with this baby? You know what I mean? So I couldn't do that, but I would eventually someday like to do something like that. You know, it's a little different when it's maybe farm animals would be fun. You know, I'd love to have a cow someday, um, but probably not, I have, where I li- not where I live right now. But <laughs> I have one in the freezer. Okay, well, I'm talking about I'm talking about Bessie, who will come and look in uh-huh. the door and say, you know, Steffi, feed me. You know, it's Trust all, he also has a Bambi on ice in his freezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, it's funny. Before I bought the, uh, I, I went halves on a on a on a cow. The uh, the farmer was sending us pictures of of the cow. Really like, cool. Oh. Kind of started to get attached to it. I couldn't eat. No, I couldn't eat. No, I could never be a farmer. I could never be a farmer. You know, and even one time. Out on island, we go to this place called Aurora Farms, plug, plug, um, <laughs> to get food when we're on island. And they had the happiest pig there last summer. And he was, she was big, or he or she, I don't know, huge, happy pig running around the enclosure, you know, and just saying hi to everybody. And then, you know, a few months later, well, she was gone. You know, <laughs> we know what happened to her. But at least she seemed happy while she was mm-hmm. here. You know, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tommy had a pig for a few years. Yeah, I did, Mister Wiggles. Yeah. You know, I think pigs are cool. I really do. I think they're awesome. So oh, she, she would get so excited when she'd see him too. She'd hear him coming because she wouldn't see because she was really chubby, so you couldn't see. She couldn't see out her eyes. Um, she was that chubby, but she would hear him and she'd come and she'd come over and get. To get her scratches and stuff, she liked the rest of us, but she really, she really she had a thing Tommy. for Tom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So let's talk cryptids. You guys have a lot of of things on your list that you wanted to get to that I know nothing about. So, first of all, I saw um, a post on Cryptovania today about this Nessie-like creature in this Racetown Lake. What do you know about that? Um, I do believe that what that, that is a Racetown Lake is on the other side of the state. Um, and it's only about 50 years old. It was created in 1973. Oh. Oh. Um, 
And somebody a few years ago had a picture of um, what looks like a um, a Nessie um, just mm-hmm. off the shoreline, and it's it's a it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty grabbing picture. Really, yeah. you know, it's it's not very blobby at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I do believe that that one there um, is probably actually a hoax. Um, yeah, Katie Elizabeth, um, uh, we. We had her on. He said, she said, and and I think yeah. you've had her on here. Um, yeah. She 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 chimed in that 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 was um, found to be a a, a oh, fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of helps stir up the uh, the yeah. conversation a little about how some of them water creatures can go back and forth, possibly, and it would kind of also help explain. Um, why they're so hard to track down in the lake, you know, Loch Ness, um, Lake mm-hmm. Champlain, there's Champy up there, um, Kinzu has has one, um, and you start to open up the, um, you start to get people talking about, like, underground passageways, mm-hmm. um, fissures and caves and crevasses and stuff that, like, serpent-like creatures might be very adept at, at going through, you know? Oh, and, for sure. And, you can kind of picture an, a, a network under there. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, um, you know, and that's that's kind of interesting. And, and just down the road here, just, just about an hour from us is Kinzu, um, uh, uh, Lake Allegheny Lake on from Kinzu Dam. Um, and they have the, their own Kinzu Nessie that we, we have some yes. footage of. Um, oh, you've talked and, about that one. Yeah, and, and so you... It's it's some interesting conversation, and so while I think that the Raystown Lake one probably, I I probably you know Katie is probably correct that that is uh, um, a fake yeah yeah but we really like the conversation and even mm-hmm. like the conversation about um, quantum Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. What about quantum Bessie? Well, here's my <laughs> here's my thought. I do think a lot of these cryptids are interdimensional. Mm-hmm. So if they're in one place, why can't they appear in the other? I mean, we talk about that with Bigfoot all the time, right? Yeah. So, and same with these lake features, you know, why not? You know, we have one here in Minnesota called Peppy. She's in Lake Pepin, which is a widening oh. of the Mississippi River. Um, and then there's also one in Lake Superior. There's there's actually, I think, one in every Great Lake, right, that they've mm-hmm. been documented or people have said and that makes sense up there, right? Because they all go to the ocean, right? Yeah, but yeah. Lake Pepin also is attached to the ocean via the Mississippi River. So, but then we have them in Leech Lake, or uh, not Leech Lake. Uh, yeah, Leech Lake up in northern Minnesota, too, which is not attached to any of that. So, how oh, does that work? I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm. I tell you what, we, we, we met a guy at Bigfoot Days several years ago. Um, and he told us about this terrifying creature. He was out on Leech Lake in a canoe and this creature came up and he said it was nothing he'd ever seen. He said it was serpent-like and it had humps and he thought it was going to turn his canoe over and he said he will never go out on that lake again. And this was a native, this was a native guy. So for it to scare them that much, it's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, uh. It it bodes to the uh, sincerity of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
and, and the one up in Lake Erie um, and the one on Kinzu, they're both described as being very serpent-like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that kind of makes makes a lot of sense. And, and especially when you start talking about like maybe underground tunnels and stuff, what would be mm-hmm. better better suited to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Is one of our our favorites there. I know. I I like the, I like the lake monsters too. That that so, was a great episode we did with with Katie Elizabeth I too. Know. I was, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I know. We should have her on again. Actually. Future. You know, actually, little little sidebar there is I won a contest for naming her uh, her latest book. Um, I know and, you did. So I was really proud of that. Um, it I ended know. up being Lady Lady of the Lake. Um, yes. It's about her uh, her her quest for uh, for. Uh, Champy, yeah, um, and yeah, so I was I was really proud of that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I remember that. That was was that last year or was it a couple years ago? I don't, I don't. I think it was last year, actually. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. it's a pretty recent book. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of the uh, memorabilia stuck on the uh, garage wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause she did send us. She sent a really nice, nice package of 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 stuff from it, and and uh, really cool. Yeah, that was oh, fun. Yeah, awesome. and, and, Good yeah, job. Just, uh, it was very cool to see her chime in today on the uh, the Raystown uh, uh, Lake uh, monster there. Um, so yeah, it was good to see. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, one of the other things I saw you guys posted recently was this whole article about elbow trees, which you know we find them a lot out in the woods, and you know I, I've. Bigfoot does these too. Is the reason I'm talking about this, you know, because we know that, uh, you know, Native Americans have always twisted and turned trees around, you know, for their maps. I and I believe I believe Bigfoot does the same thing. Trees don't grow like that, you know, mm-hmm. unless they're you're right trained, you know. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like a conspiracy theory when you start to come come up with other ways for those trees to to, to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, was, well, this has to fall exactly this way and stay there for ten years, so it it yes. shapes the tree and 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 I'm sure that does happen some because there's a lot of woods out there, mm-hmm. you know, so that makes for a lot of possibilities. But yep. it sure seems like uh, a lot of them are manipulated and cultivated over a long yes. period of time. Yes. You know the the one place the one place that I saw an elbow tree like that was it a graveyard way back in so i mean that really really one if you wonder what it is you know yeah mm. yeah that's cool i like it uh-huh but i do we do see them often here in in the woods so and of course every time we see one we go hmm what's it pointing to you know yeah yeah so, um, we'll start taking pictures because that's that's cool i mean we do take yes. pictures but not I guess not of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well and and it's nice when you when you get pictures and you start like seeing like similarities like we mm-hmm. we see in structure like mm-hmm. th- that you encounter and mm-hmm. that we encounter in northwest PA and how Lane encounters down south and and, and yes. it's, it's good stuff. Good yes. stuff. Yes. It's interesting. If nothing mm-hmm. else it's interesting. And will we ever know that that Biggie made them? No, not until we see him make one. But I tell you what, from my perspective, is those things are hard to make because we made one. Yeah. Um, and why would you go to all that trouble way out in the middle of the boonies for absolutely nothing? You know, we have found st- 
structures that for sure are made by hunters, like hunters' blinds, but they're not as elaborate. They don't twist, they don't weave, and, you know, they shelter them or they hide them from the animals, you know, and these are just branches all brought together in a beautiful way, but they don't really serve any purpose other than as a map, for example. Like that, like that big hug that you were at last weekend. That was awesome. Isn't that fun? And the way that's a living structure is fantastic. I know. I know. The the only thing I can really compare it to is uh, grafting. If you took apple trees and grafted them, Mm -hmm. it'd be Mm -hmm. talking about the same type of mentality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It does seem seem like they're like cultivated, you know, like Mm -hmm. it, it would take a period of time and patience to do these things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, one of the things on your list was goat man sightings, which is fun. And we talked about that on our last episode of He Said, She Said, <laughs> because Tommy was at the kissing bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> I know. I love it. Oh, we laughed so much about that one. But it's true. And then the bridge wasn't there. But that's, yes. that's where the goat man is. And I know that, you know, I never thought about it until we were talking about it that day. It seems like the gold man is always hangs around bridges and especially railroad bridges, right? And, but bridges in general. And, you know, here's something interesting about that bridge, too. It's going to be replaced with a new covered oh. bridge. Oh, really? A covered oh, bridge? Yes. Huh? yes, 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 yes. That's so, kind of an oddity in itself. Yeah. Usually they don't. Interesting. Interesting. So the Kissing Bridge is going to be back open. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's uh, awesome i love it you'll have to do another yeah. report from there but i i do think that's a good place to keep going you guys i mean you know you never know what you might find yeah and well and that's a nice one there too you got that bridge you got you got the the railroad right there you've got mm-hmm. you got french creek um and uh and we we have a lot of friends over there to to it, kind of try and help facilitate and there's yeah. also a graveyard oh, oh. Yes. Is there is there one like a stone's throw from there? Yes, there is. Uh, yeah, and it's oh. surrounded by farmland too, almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. That goat man's kind of a uh, it's those awkward cryptids that like goat man and sheep squatch, um, and, and where people have a real tough time like putting a uh, putting a. A, a title on them, you know, where, well, it kind of looked like a goat man, you know, mm-hmm. those are, are, are kind of, uh, those are ones that we're kind of having fun with right now and, yeah. and taking some mm-hmm. deep dives on mm-hmm. um, what we kind of refer to as the, uh, the awkward cryptids. Um, and, uh, you know, the, there's, there may be a little less glamorous and maybe a little, more challenging to believe even too um and and, but that's kind of part of the fun of it oh yeah well the the one guy that i talked to up there that he's a he was there his whole life on in stuff um he was telling he was saying that uh oh i don't know i don't think there's anything to it da 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 and uh then i kept talking to him kept talking to him and he said uh 
him and his brother were out looking for it in the 70s. So evidently they thought <laughs> oh, there was something to see? it. <laughs> see, and it seems like whenever there's these Goatman sightings, it goes back decades. Like the public <laughs> trestle, right? That one is yeah. probably the most famous one in America, you know, because there's so many people that have died, you know, and I've been under the spell. It wants you to get up there on that broken down what looks like it doesn't even is no longer in working order trestle for the train to come by and then you're dead you know what i yeah, mean yeah 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 and i've I've watched that that episode of yours a couple times and you were mm-hmm. you were visibly shaken yeah yeah yes, yes yes and katie kept saying no steffi you're not going up there and i'm like no we got to get up there and katie is like no because if you go then that means i have to go and <laughs> And then somehow I, just, I was able to get rid of it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, wow. if probably because you weren't going to drag her up there. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, or, that's a... you know, maybe my paranormal investigative training popped in and I'm like, I guess I didn't protect myself too good this time. <laughs> but yeah, I think anybody who does that kind of stuff and goes around these bridges, put that protection on because you never know what's going to happen if you don't. You know, I guess that's when I really learned that that is very important but yeah goldman and dogman you know they kind of all are vicious right they're kind of all out to kill men sometimes or be menacing right Mm -hmm. and they both seem and they both they they all seem to be kind of denizens of the dark yes i like that denizens of the dark exactly (laughs) that's a good way to put it i love it that'd be a good a good name for an episode I know. <laughs> well, maybe that'll be one of the ones for season two of Cryptovania. You bet. You bet. <laughs> or maybe we should all meet down at the Public Trestle down in Kentucky and try to figure it out, huh? <laughs> and that's also right there by uh, Land Between the Lakes, I think, isn't it? Well, it's it's kind of just a little bit east of Louisville. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty close to Louisville, but it's in kind of a suburban area, you know, I can't remember, mm-hmm. Hope Lick is actually a river, you know, I know they have weird names, you know, but <laughs> it's a cool place for sure. Um, we are at the half hour mark already, so we need to go to commercial break, so everyone stay tuned, we'll be back in two minutes, this is the Gathering Radio Show. Right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. Like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. For a truly unique podcast experience, we have you covered. Spirit by You with C.J. Dunham airs live from the Third Coast in Southeast Texas on Tuesday and Fridays at midnight Eastern Time, covering Creole folklore and folk magic to strange paranormal activity to new equipment for the field. C.J. Dunham is a Catholic swamp witch, a devotee to our Mother Mary and the Trinity, a true believer in our Lord, the Holy Ghost, and Christ. Peace be with your spirit and the spirits by you. 
podcast exploring the paranormal perspective. You'll hear some amazing guests like me. Whatever. Paranormal and true crime stories and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Parax Radio Network. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Parax part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Parax. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Parax Radio Network. I'm Stephanie, and I am here this evening talking to Tommy Cooper and Jason Trost of Cryptovania TV while Heidi is out celebrating her birthday. So welcome back in, guys. Um, you. You know what? The next subject on the list, I'm intrigued with this one, jellyfish UFOs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are they? Tell us about it. Um, the jellyfish UFO is uh, last week. Uh, Jeremy Corbel, who does a, lo- a lot of stuff about UFOs and whistleblowers um, from the government and such, um, he released a video that um, is supposedly from uh, uh, Iraq, um, and it was filmed over a, a U.S. military base, and it shows this this jellyfish-looking. Um, metallic orb type thing uh floating through the air uh over the over the military base and it's filmed from um a, a blimp um and they have uh they have these military blimps that are uh very high tech for uh, surveillance and stuff um and it was filmed from that and it's a pretty long video it's about a minute to maybe a minute and a half um and it's it looks three dimensional um but it also is kind of it's a little pixelated so you can't get too good of details but you can definitely see depth um and it moves across over the the military base and then there's a, a lot of testimonials from from marines that said that you know they were there or they were at least privy to, to hearing about this and the marines themselves called it a jellyfish um because it, it's it has like like four or five like dangling arms like a jellyfish as it, as it moves across um and the blimp is actually above it and so the uh you know the, the blimp that's filming it is actually above it and it just moves between the blimp and the uh and the military base and it's really compelling footage when you look at it um and it's it's very interesting um and it it has a whole different effect like it would be very hard to recreate that you know as a hoax you know because a lot of times you see the ufo videos it's some of them may well be legit but a lot of times you suspect that you know all that's recreated somebody you know you know, with the software that we have, but that one there looks, that looks awfully um, hard to duplicate. Um, You know, we've uh, seen Jeremy Corbell. I mean, he's been everywhere. This guy, he's, he's a man of note that uh, I don't really think that he would be much inclined to fake it. I don't think so. Right, right. Like if it's a fake, then I think he, he doesn't know that. You know, um, you know, that's for sure, because he's definitely and he puts out a a lot of stuff. um, And and it kind of came out right about the same time that there was a lot of whistleblower stuff going on 
in front of Congress. Um, uh, there was just some briefings that some lawmakers came out of last week that they were visibly shaken, um, but they couldn't really disclose what they were told. But they did say that it legitimized a lot of the claims and videos that have been out lately. And I think because of clearances and stuff, they can't specify and they have to be very vague. Um, but it kind of lends credence to, to this one and others being, you know, legit um, and not just very vague tic tacs and, and shadows and stuff. Um, that's some kind of craft or something right yeah. over a military base in Iraq. You know, that's that's awfully yeah. brave. <laughs> much like uh, much like uh, Rendlesham. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost looks like some. You know what it reminds me of? You know, in Star Wars, where they <laughs> yes, it you looks know, in exactly Star Wars, like where they that. have those droids that go to the planets <laughs> looking for the rebellion. That's yeah. kind of what it looks like, doesn't it? Very much so. Very much so. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember what mm-hmm. what that was. Yeah, but yeah. that's ex- that's very similar to that. Exactly. Um, yeah. And it, and it moves across kind of odd and it and it looks like it's kind of three dimensional there. And that's a pretty long video. Yes, it is for mm-hmm. sure. You know, and it goes over different terrain there. So if it's faked, somebody has some skill. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like anytime somebody's putting forth a video that is not legit, it's always really short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, because, yeah, like seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that one's uh, that one's pretty good and long, um, and that's kind of one of my favorites in a long time. Well, and that was from 2018, so I wonder if anyone has seen anything similar since, because that was, you know, four, mm-hmm. how many years ago was that? Five years ago, for sure. Yeah. Five plus years ago. And so. um, situations have changed over there. There's a lot less um, Americans over there, um, so it makes it a little harder to... to, to to get more information, I think, out of that. Because I think we have a much smaller presence over there now mm-hmm. that's much more um, secretive or at least not open with those those kind of things. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think it would be a hard one to trace down. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. very interesting. I hadn't heard about that and before. So. That's a that's a good segue into the uh, Miami – or the uh, – the uh, aliens yeah. at the mall in uh, Florida. Yes, the mm-hmm. Miami Mall aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was kind of a crazy one that really still hasn't found to me satisfying resolution. Um, that was a there was a an incredible police presence at the Miami Mall, and then and videos came out showing like large giant um <laughs> like misty aliens like yeah almost like kind of like in and out almost ghost like mm-hmm. um and the official story was that it was a large um youth fight like youth gangs um but there's no footage of like mug shots or kids mm-hmm. being hauled off you know um and there's some really compelling videos that come out showing shady looking interesting beings mm-hmm. um and there's a lot you know a lot of people saying you know oh that's just you know you know photoshopping or you know blurring of things but 
where's the reason for the police presence? Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, there was like a hundred cars there basically. And there was some yes. people said there was like five black Hawk helicopters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. It, and, and there's lots of footage of that. I mean, like it's, that's, that's no, uh, that's not up to debate that there was a, a huge police presence there. Um, but there really hasn't been a, a good answer. Um, and you would think that if there was a, a huge brawl like that, the, um, the aftermath, if nothing else, that would make great videos. I mean, every time you have a country, uh, a, a, a country, oh, yeah. uh, concert and they, they right. leave a little extra garbage you know you you see it all over the the internet but you can't find nothing about the aftermath of the the supposedly huge fight that happened in the miami mall because and you know camping it down yeah yeah there's but, something there's something because the, i mean we see we see fight fight videos and stuff all the time you know people that are taking part in those kind of things a lot of times they like to film it you know, and, and it kind of seems strange that they everybody went to that fight and left their phones at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the one guy he was talking to his dad, who was a deputy, and like his his dad was saying, "I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it." And he's like, "Are you kidding me? Just say mm-hmm. something." And he said, "I can't talk about it." And I mean, yeah. that's where he left it. And that doesn't sound like a fight. No, <laughs> no, can't talk about it all. because somebody's been there. You know, don't you talk about this. Uh-huh. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, you might not even remember it now, you know, if they have a little device or something. Exactly. The minute black, <laughs> you won't remember. <laughs> yep, yep. This is, this is not the, the uh, Miami Mall alien you're looking for. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Police said they saw that. Well, they say that, but haven't they also said that about Uf- other UFOs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's kind of an interesting, you know, subject in that like last few years we've gotten a lot of disclosure and stuff and it's kind of like people are we're expecting mm-hmm. more, you know, mm-hmm. and so when they tell us about like yeah. their tic tacs and you know and their their unexplained their things yep. it feels disingenuous, like they're they are they're hiding well, stuff. And I think you're right about the videos because if there was something going on, somebody Everybody has cell phones. Everybody takes videos. Mm-hmm. Everybody puts them on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, just to name a few of the places these videos can go. So, yeah, I don't know. If we're it would have been all po- over. We come across a possum where we're taking I know. footage of them, you know? <laughs> In this day and age, it's hard to be shocked. Right. Right. So, I don't know. That's... Well, we'll have to see if it happens again, and then if it does, we'll know something's going on, you know? Yeah, it, it, it does seem like 2024 is kind of starting with a bang when it comes to uh, <laughs> crazy you know, things. Yeah, yeah. Crazy things. Crazy uh-huh. things. You know, and this once is... you start to accept, like, that Bigfoot exists, then you're like, well, what else does that lead to? Um, and it's kind of, there's some interesting uh, slopes there to be explored. And, you know, I'm going to say right now that in uh, I plan that uh, this is the year Bigfoot is going to be found. Really? You think? <laughs> okay. On December 31st, I'll say, okay, Tony, there's, you know, like five minutes left and, no, you know, we haven't found him yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
well, people. here's what I always say, but it sure is fun trying, right? And we all love the woods and we love to right. be out there. So there's nothing better than a walk in the woods, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we have heard indisputable things. You know, I mean, you know, we have heard weird things. We've seen weird things. We've experienced weird things. So, I mean, it's dimensional. I mean, you can't tell me it's not, you know, it's not. I for sure, you know. <laughs> a matter of fact, um, from the uh, those congressional hearings that we referenced, um, you started hearing that word come out much more, um, and kind of like how they changed UFO to um, unexplained aerial phenomenon. Phenomenon, yeah. I think you're going to start to see like some other like uh, acronym for possible interdimensional beings um Mm -hmm. that's that's my prediction for over the next month that there's that's going to be very commonplace um i'm not sure exactly what it is but that that actual term is being used a lot and it's being used a lot in washington dc um which is used Usually they're concerned with other things. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they have people watching everybody. Hey, they have people watching us all the time, too. Don't tell me they don't. They have heard us. I mean, we've been talking about them being interdimensional for I've been talking about it for almost 10 years. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just no other explanation. There, you know? There's no there's no way with the government, like how much they watch everybody mm-hmm. that they do not have video there has to be there has to be multiple multiple videos Mm -hmm. well and and you know on the on the you know talking about interdimensional for a long time i think the bigfoot world over the last few years i think the bigfoot world was slower to accept that possibility than the Mm -hmm. the ufo and paranormal world was Mm -hmm. um and and you know Five six years ago, you were kind of a an outlier, or maybe even a, a quack for starting to, to talk uh, interdimensional. Um, yep. And, uh, yep. and 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 I think Ron Moorhead bringing that to the Bigfoot folks that really yeah. lended lent legitimacy to it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, I just I do, you know the Bigfoot research community is largely made up of men, right? It's a it's a boys club. You know, and so for women to be in it. So here here they had a bunch of women that were coming to these things and then they were spouting off about he's interdimensional. You know, he's, you know, they're like on a different plane, like spirits. And they just looked at us like we were insane. But now, you know what? They've all kind of fallen into line over the last few years. You know, even Matt Moneymaker, who looked at me and said, no way, Steffi. They are physical creatures. He is now changing his tune as well. So, wow. I mean, that's come interesting. On. That's you interesting. know, Carter yeah. Bouchot. We've had him on the show a few times, you guys, and he. Yep. Awesome. I don't know if you've read his books, but yeah, absolutely interdimensional all the way, and he's BFRO all the way, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you would be hard pressed now to find Bigfooters that outright dismiss it. Um, yeah. Where Five years ago, that was more the uh, oh, it's common. those crazy woo girls from you know Minnesota. <laughs> uh-huh. Go grab your drums. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna find this creature, but someday I hope I get to look him in the eyes. You guys, that's what I'm saying. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it does feel like 2024 has some promise, like there's like big things are afoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's well, about the only thing that could happen that would be shocking. Right. <laughs> well, and remember what I said in the astrology this week, you know, there's a shift, a collective shift in thinking and a generational shift in the next 20 years. You know, when this happened in the 1700s, it was the American Revolution. So there's a lot of shifting that I think is going to happen this year. So you may be right, Tommy Cooper. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to, you know, circle back around on on December yeah. 31st. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's make it a date. Absolutely. Absolutely. If we're still here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will be just we will be here. So what else are you guys up to? So what are you guys focusing on this year at Cryptovania? We're gonna redesign the studio if anybody has hey. any ideas that they want to send. Cool. <laughs> yep. Very cool. Uh, I um, like it. And he's right. We uh we're actually setting up uh a, a larger studio with some uh, some faux walls and stuff that we can use for uh, changing our uh, changing some settings, um, and we'll we'll use it for our own production. Um, but we also like to be available for for some of our um, independent filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, just a few months ago, both uh, both Tommy and I got got shot on screen. Um, we were both uh, killed by a young lady on. Um, uh, a Ryan Cavaline film, uh, yeah, um, and uh, and we, we like to argue about like which one of us died better. Enough, you know? um, although, although I have to defer, he has a, a Tommy Cooper has a much uh, much more experience on, on, on with the filming than I do. Um, yeah, but uh, that 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 studio thing is, is is kind of something that we've been building on for a while. It's um. And it's it's a pretty good sized building that we haven't utilized much for any of our filming uh, mm-hmm. adventures, um, and we're we're, we're going to change that this year. Yes, we're yeah, love it. yeah, yeah. And we do have a, a friend that's going to um, film some uh, uh, very uh, what kind of boring industrial videos in there, um, and that's kind of what got us started mm-hmm. on, on on that project there, um, and. We're going to launch season two of Cryptovania, um, and we call- Cryptovania reboot. <laughs> there Cryptovania we go. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, and that's gonna. We we think that uh, 2024 is going to be a, a a big year for us, um, and uh, like we've it. got some big plans for some some new productions. Um, take some people in the woods and show a lot of our our local. Sp- are, mm-hmm. are things that are particular to our, our area. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like um, we've done a lot of this stuff about uh, the mound builders um, and the possibility mm-hmm. that uh, they were collecting oil here, um, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, just a few hundred years ago. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of where, where we're at. Um, and uh, we're going to shoot for season two uh, Cryptovania reboot. I love it. I love we're it. Feeling- we're feeling very good and very positive. That's the yeah. important thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yes. we'll include some of the goat man stuff. And uh, locally we have uh, red eyes at Miller farm is a uh, uh, legend of a, a, a white Bigfoot that has red eyes um, <laughs> and here in uh, petroleum. Very, very close to us here. Uh, matter of fact, it was kind of the, the boogeyman that, you know, 
you better get in it before before dark or old red eyes will get you yeah um, when you know like uh that was told to me by my mother <laughs> that was a long long time ago because, and she believed it too i mean Mm-hmm. everybody does believe it i think around here that lives around here but uh yeah she definitely believed that that's cool so that's yeah, cool. good stuff yeah, yeah. and we're, we're gonna go uh, a, a little east of here uh in, into kinzu um and uh continue our our fascination with the strange kinzu files um and, and uh, that'll be a a part of the season um also our uh our nebraska bridge adventure will continue um and uh we're kind of really looking looking forward to having some fun this year mm-hmm. yeah for yep. sure for yeah. sure you know um and, and uh we've got yeah it'll be good it'll be fun yeah i think so it'll be really fun and we we did our first he said she said episode for a very long time last weekend which was mm-hmm. which was super fun tech a little few deck technical difficulties at first but then we were we were rolling <laughs> yeah it's a live uh, a live deal man it, I know. you have to expect that well and when you're out in the field because you were out in the field tommy i was out in the field i mean it, it's hard right yeah but that's yeah but that's what makes it interesting for people to watch and see what we're seeing out there I was very comfortable, by the way, in my uh, in my in your den. studio. Yes, yes, <laughs> very comfortable. And it was warm. cold. Uh-huh. A good thing we didn't do it last weekend because we would have. I'd have been fine when it happened. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's funny at the end of that that episode we did last weekend. You guys were looking pretty cold at the end there. Like you we were guys so were ready cold. to wrap it up. We were so cold. Josie was like, "Really, Steph? Really? I didn't think because we had already been out there for a couple hours. You know what I mean? And so, oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we made a beeline for the coffee shop after we left there. Let me tell you, we had to get some warm, some warm liquids going. But um, yeah. yeah, it was fun. So, well, cool beans. So, what is your so one year you guys focus specifically on giants? Are you guys? Is there any crypto that you're going to focus on this year, or just kind of all of them? You know, I think all of them. That's yeah. that's really what we've talked that's about. Kind of what we do too. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're gonna. We're going to uh, try to get out there and get after all of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, don't you have a Goatman interview coming up there, Tommy Cooper? Yes, I do. Um, supposedly, I do. Um, I'm waiting to hear on Monday. Um, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, so excellent. it'll be uh, excellent. It, I'm hoping it'll really be a good one. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eyewitnesses are very few and far between. The, that Goatman one—that's that's kind of a, a fairly new one to me, um, and uh, and so I'm kind of I've been kind of excited and and pretty enthusiastic about that one. Yeah, yeah, and we'll be sharing it on. He said, she said, and whatever it's we can that, do, man. It's the kissing bridge one, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, I yes. I can't yes. say enough about the <laughs> yeah. kissing bridge, you guys. You wait until they put that back in, man. It's yeah. going to be great. Oh <laughs> on the French River. Here's the thing. The kissing bridge on the French River. I mean, it all goes hand in hand, right? And then, and then, Jason, you said something about, well, there's not a lot of witnesses because people are there doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And that seems to be a common thread through those, those awkwards. Like, a lot of times people are maybe like, hesitant to come forward because well, what exactly were you doing out there it, it's kind of like a friday the 13th movie yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and the same, and the same with the with the public trestle, right? People aren't supposed to be climbing on that trestle, right? Yeah. So what are you uh-huh. doing out there, and what are you seeing? And nobody's going to say really, you know. So you yeah. you get in there and you start doing things that you're not supposed to do, and you uh, start doing uh, ingesting things that you're not supposed to be doing, and uh, anything can happen. That's right. <laughs> yep. you, you open yourself up, and then you know That's right. whatever. That's right. It's, there you go. <laughs> And we thought that these boogeymen were just used to scare us so that we wouldn't go do all those fun things. No, no, no. And, you know, really, when Carter talks about all of these people that he that he knows that have these Bigfoots that they call it habituations or something, mm-hmm. they're like by their house and they keep coming and looking in their houses and stuff. I mean, I don't know that I'd want Biggie to be looking in my window all the time. Can I just say? <laughs> I would mm-hmm. like to see Biggie once, but. I don't, I yeah. don't think I need to have them in my yard. <laughs> I, yeah. I knew some I knew some people that that was happening at their house and they ended up moving. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of creepy, right? Although, you know, the indigenous peoples of America believe, especially the Chippewa, the Ojibwa, believe that they are here to help them and protect them. And like I said, the story I've heard so many times from so many different elders is all the same. You know, I will protect you, but don't try to find me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know. Maybe call it, me. it's good. And yeah. then you call me and I come out and look for him. Right. Right. <laughs> well, so that's what I always find interesting is that then they tell us, okay, well, there's this place here and they're always welcoming us on the reservation because I think for them, they really can't. Right. But, but we can, you know, and there's no lot saying that they can't tell us. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and you have to also wonder sometimes if, if, maybe we misinterpret things and you know and mm-hmm. something might be trying to be you know friendly to us and we misinterpret yeah. it you know absolutely you know absolutely we just don't know there's just it's t- so many questions and hardly any answers for all it's, this time we've spent in the woods it's just more questions and more questions yeah kind of yep. like squatchy resting face syndrome <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely well you guys you know what it is almost time to say goodbye. I thank you so much for for hosting the show with me tonight. It's been so much fun catching up with you guys. Thanks and for having us. Where the can we find you? Ours. What? Yeah, and they, everybody can find them on Cryptovania TV, which is always free and available on Roku. And there's, there's a. Cryptovania Facebook group um, is our, our most active. And then we have uh, the Cryptovania page for a lot of our videos. Yep. Um, and then we have uh, Cryptovania TV on YouTube and Vimeo mm-hmm. and also on the old on X, the old Twitter. Um, we've yes. been we've been very active on there. Oh, awesome. And you can you can put long form videos on there now. So that's kind of nice. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to the troops who may be listening. And thank you for your service. And please be safe. Uh, Big thank you to Sarge, our producer, for putting up with me all by myself tonight without my better half, I guess. And um, just thanks, everyone. Make it a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye.